Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How did get 30, 30, how get 30, how get 20, 20, 20, how get 20, 20, how get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. It's showtime, folks! This is where the big boys play, huh? Woo! And look at Goldberg! He's ready! Oh, It's going to be the biggest battleground in the history of our sport. Oh, look at that, Mildred. It's the Colts Ole Classic Nitro Review. This is where we're back in 1996, away from all the festive malarkey to talk about the New World Order malarkey. Who be we? Happy Fake Geordie, radio presenter with that portfolio. Joined by resident WCW Nitro Kids, Sam Driver. Right. And sir, applause. Applause to yourself, to Matt Stewart, to Justin Henry from Off of America, because we can finally talk about that big old project that you've been working on for a year. Two. Two years. My fucking brain. Can finally talk <laughs> my, about it. Because if you listen to the Nitro brain. reviews for ages, you'll know that normally at the end of the week, I'll go, oh, what you doing this week, Sam? And you'll go, big project, can't, can't talk, talk about, about it. it. We can talk about it now. We can. When's this episode going out? It's Is going it... out on Thursday, the 7th of December. So, so they've already seen episode one, episode two coming soon. What date is it now? It is the 6th today. So we are recording this the day before it's broadcast. Okay. So the Golden Age episode cool. two comes out on the... Comes out the Sunday this after Sunday. this. So it's going to be, I see a lot of people going, when, when's the next episode? Like, so every Sunday at 7pm. So I've got to, I've got to double check two because I had to fucking double check one last week. I just curiously, I was like, just double, double, double check it. And then I must have blinked at some point, like a very specific point during my review of one the first time. And there was a screen tear, but I was like, well, it does kind of look retro, but it was like digital as fuck. And I was like, right, okay. So I'll re-render the whole thing. And that was my Saturday night, just fucked. So I was until, I think, quarter to 11. That's Saturday, getting that done and uploaded. And then had to wait till like 3 a.m., push it through reviews, make sure that it didn't get flagged. Sometimes, even though we use license like music, we have rights to, it'll be like, you can't use that. And it's like, we can, we've got the fuck, there's your license. And it goes, hmm, for a whole day. So I was like, just go through without any any issues, please. Uh, And it did. So I've got to double check too, ideally tonight if I can. But at the same time, I'm so close to having four like picture locked. I'm like fucking, I just want to get four out of the way and then and then go back. So if I can get the last like five minutes of four blocked in today, uh, I'm going to start back with the refining the animation and stuff. But yeah, Jesus Christ, it's uh, my brain. <laughs> Listening to nothing but your own voice for like, I'd say two years. I think it's probably been about a year and a half. Um, but you know, like back when we did the raw AI video, I was like just starting on it. And then that was when it was like, oh, well, this is too fun. We're going to have to do this, aren't we? And it was like, yeah. And I was like, great. And then obviously I've had all the usual obligations in between and and I've had uh, like just random other projects, you know, every now and then I've got to edit a tier, I've got to edit this or that. Uh, And then there'll be pay-per-view coverage. So it's like getting hands-on time with it 
has been like a struggle yeah. at points, but I'm I'm happy people seem to be enjoying it. Mate, it's fantastic. Uh, and hopefully, you know, the rest of it's going to live up to your expectations. I did just have to animate uh, uh, WWF WrestleFest 1991 arcade machine for part four. So, uh, wow. so you look out for that one. Yeah, there's so uh, much. A big steroidy needle as well. <laughs> <laughs> Does it, is it a needle that moves and then little water comes out the top? Uh, the I, steroids I, I, come I, out the I top. I could do that, but the deadline is approaching. Fair it's, enough. It's just placed gently on a table with a little vial behind it. You, you forget that, as, that Sam Driver is essentially a one-man Pixar. It, well, yeah, on this one, yeah. <laughs> on this it's, one, it's, it's like all of the uh, all of the the assets, like we're, you know, that we've been using quite a lot of um, openly available assets. But like it, it's getting them all. So like the territory map, I wanted to do so much more with that, but then it just sort of didn't work because by the time you get to like oh, on this date, and it's like Vince is already in eleven states, so it's like by the time you zoom back out, it's just like okay, you've sort of missed the whole kind of filling it in bit by bit. But we might come back to that for the end of four. It might be like nice have to do. the map slowly fill in in time with. But then that's the other thing is I've got to go back and go. When did they first run Pennsylvania? When did they first run Ohio? When did they first and then fucking get them all timed in order? Because like people will be like, what, what does it matter? And it's like, well, somebody out there is to gonna you. fucking notice. You're so. a you're <laughs> and also you're a perfectionist. Yeah, you and my good lady are very alike. I, in the sense, like it needs to be perfect. Well, there was or there, won't there's, do it at all. there's two points at one when I was watching it back as it was going out, and I was like, "Fuck!" So, I, like, immediately, I'm Shit. like, if we ever do like a big co- combined eight-hour mega version of it, I'm gonna go back and there's a couple of things I need to clean because it's like just it's one frame where the the four by three bars don't come in quite in time, and I was like, Fuck. "And you can see it, and I can see it." Yeah, uh, but you're proud of what you've done. Yeah. You know, it's, it's okay to say that. Yeah, that's. I, I struggle a lot with uh, sharing my my other work, like my personal work. So it's been nice to actually kind of do more of this, and it's helping me kind of uh, get used to the idea of sharing my my other work publicly. So like, I'm uh, working on a music video at the minute, and then I want to maybe just start looking at other interesting shit I can maybe do about documentary about my spare time. See if I can get some funders and stuff. Go do a big boy doc. And this is and and this is like a nice opportunity for you to do the stuff that you really love. Yeah. And it's it's nice when the streams cross. Well, that's it, right? That's that's the dream. And I get to because I've been doing three D since twenty twenty two, twenty twenty one, twenty twenty two. So I've not been only been doing it for about a year, year and a bit. So it's just been like starting on it. I was like, look, I made a little Titan Towers. That was the first thing I made for the whole thing. And now it's just like, yeah, it's a fucking arcade machine and all this shit. <laughs> making it's making everything. It's just like, it's like second nature now. Um, so 3D's been a lot of fun as well. But we got a heap, lot of praise on Justin Henry and Matt Oh, Stewart. fuck yeah. Like Matt, Matt's editing in particular has tied so much of it together. And like, because I'm, I'm obviously as I said, pillar a post on a lot of other stuff. So the majority of these edits is Matt. Like Matt is the bulk of quite a lot of the the edits you're seeing. And uh, he he's somebody who I think he needs to know that he's a good editor. Yeah, he's man. Sort of like, he's sort of like, you know, he's a bit, it's just a bit like, well, you know, and it's like, no, you're a fucking good editor. And they're, they're, uh, they're and roles that are unsung so often. Well, that's it. And it's sort of like, you know, um, it's, it's just things like, when we were chatting about like the initial look of it and I was shitting it because I was like, I want to do VHS four by three and people are, I'm like, people are going to be like, what, like what are you doing? <laughs> Cause I'm making all these assets and then making them look even worse. 
but it, it's kind of like with my limited 3D at the time as well. I was like, well, I can make shit look in 3D already. Let's <laughs> make shit look in 80s 3D. So um, that kind of went in, and then it was like, right, let's start using these like blocky transitions and all that. And Matt's just seamlessly sort of blended into that. And then of course Justin's magnificent words. Uh, as always, there is nobody that knows the wrestling landscape like Justin Henry, oh, and God, there's no, no one that writes like him either. I, I swear to God, like he didn't even have to check stuff. I was, we were chatting about something the other day. I think it was, was it? It might have been um, Jake the Snake getting blinded by Rick Martel with arrogance. And I was like, what, what episode of Superstars? Because conveniently, WWE doesn't have any of the fucking 1990 and 1991 stuff on the network. So having to sit there and try and find little clips that they've uploaded from time to time, like, oh, look, it's The Undertaker on the funeral parlor in 320p. Uh, and then eventually you'll dig deep enough on their channel. And it's like, oh, there's a 720 version. Let's use that. Um, but he was just, I was like, what episode was this again? It was like within two seconds. It was just, like, oh, yeah, this date, this date. And I was like, what the fuck? He's he's written a series, he's written a trilogy of wonderful books. Yeah, uh, him him and James Dixon all mm. about like the the attitude uh, you know, the Titan series the Titan series. Yeah. So it kind of covers like the attitude era and beyond and yeah. all in between. Uh, just just an incredibly talented writer who uh, I hope gets enough of the plaudits. But if it doesn't, then please, this is our and, moment to say thank you. And uh, I, I just I think above all else, an immense immense knowledge of ECW. But more yeah. on that later. Yeah. Ooh, oh, hey, look. Let's go back to 96. Let's take a break from the golden era. Let's go back to like an hour <laughs> and then just throw me back yeah. into the pan. This is... I'll, I need dinner, but I don't want to eat unhealthy <laughs> dinner. But I, I'm just probably going to have to get a meal deal again. We've taken you We've taken you out of the water. We've thrown me <laughs> straight back into you the fucking... Off. I've just come off WrestleMania 7 and it's like Randy and Liz and all of the... Yeah! And the reuniting and all that shit. And then now it's just like Randy and Liz in 1996. <laughs> and it's, it's, all, it's the complete fucking polar opposite. And it's just sort of... Yeah. How, how the world turns, <laughs> yet at the same time barely moves. <laughs> we are in October the 7th, 1996, for this week's episode of Monday Night Troll. Uh, number one movie in the UK is The Nutty Professor. Nice! Uh, Eddie Murphy playing the clumps with hilarious results. Yes. Uh, Lots of farting. A lot of fart jokes. Yeah. I'm having my dinner. Brr, that's the that's the film. Let's do a whole sequence. Uh, it's just a normal scene, but the farts get louder every time. <laughs> it's this. It's it's based on an old movie called The Nutty Professor, which is the guy who wanted to look different and which is also a, he he goes on to Doctor Doolittle, which is very similar, very similar movie. <laughs> but no, very similar in terms of it was like an old thing, and then it gets redone mm. with him as sort of the main. <laughs> yeah, he's got two real styles, which is bringing back old movies and uh, putting fat suits on and playing himself multiple times. Now, now, nor. nor bit now now he's also donkey and shrek which is for my money his finest role of the modern era eddie murphy Fair work. Shout. when you go back to the 80s and early 90s his his work shit hot hey if you yeah, make money make yeah. money the first wives club still number Beverly one movie Hills in the Club. u.s uh, i mean there is that there's a new one coming i think is there yeah i believe so i think Ooh. i read something about that I sp- it's pr- that everything's getting a remake do you know that there's a new version of the, there's a prequel to the polar express coming out i is it zemeckis again yeah, it's the uh, it's, original um, director. Original director. Yeah, good. Uh, I'd like Polar Express gets a lot of unnecessary shit. I think they should just remake the film itself, like re-render it with better textures, better models, keep the same performances. Oh, no, I quite like the uncanny valley feel to I, it. I wasn't that asked about like that, but I, a lot of people are kind of like, oh, it's so creepy, and I'm like, but it's a lovely film. Like it, it's such a nice Christmas film. So just go back and and redo that. 
prove George Lucas wrong. Show that it can be done well. <laughs> Don't just stick a banther. All right, stick a banther in the background of one scene just for a laugh. But like, yeah. That's nice. Number one song in the UK this week is Deep Blue Something, Breakfast at Tiffany's. Nice. Does that ring a bell? They were playing the Clooney uh, before I think their tour got cancelled and rescheduled, so they might be coming back. It was oh. it was like 25 years of Breakfast at Tiffany's or 20 years of Breakfast Amazing. at Tiffany's. Amazing. But yeah, they were, they were like on a bill, and I can't remember who. They were touring with another big sort of one hit wonder band mm. but it was i was like i'd fucking go to that i'd be up for that yeah. as well <laughs> uh the song is sung from the point of the view of a man whose girlfriend is on the verge of breaking up with her because they've got nothing in common uh, despite desperate to find something he brings up the audrey hepburn film breakfast at tiffany's and his girlfriend goes oh yeah we both like that uh and he argues that should serve as enough motivation for them to work out their problems it's a song that very much says what it is when you she to the lyrics. when she later threatens to leave him anyway he drags her like into the car and then plows the car ram raid style ram raiding was a big 90s trend over very big uh, in uh, like tiffany's window in downtown new york uh and then everybody in there is like so impressed with him they they actually give them breakfast yeah and they go yeah. hey we've got this in common now as her body is just and, <laughs> and breakfast at, at tiffany's is actually like impossible to eat because it's all just gold rings and shit <laughs> and diamonds so like the last the last line about is smashed up teeth that's what it's about Get, here's your, here is your breakfast at tiffany's and it's just like seven 17, 19 carat diamonds. Eat them all. Six Eat them. He's trying to swallow up. Chew your food. Oh, it's horrible. You'll choke. That'd be 60 grand, please. What? It's horrible. And it's expensive. You wanted breakfast at Tiffany's. Mal-blooded. Audrey Hepburn. Also, not only do we want some royalties, but so does the original filmmaker. So, um... Mm, Imagine they did that to them. (laughs) (laughs) Are you going to use our film title? Yeah. (laughs) No money for you. Audrey Audrey Hepburn needs another house. Uh, (laughs) To put her other houses in. To put her other houses in. They're all together. Uh, the Macarena is still number one in America. Of course. <laughs> Cannot shift the Macarena. No. Here's some boring real world news, and I feel like this is something that might uh, like snap a sinew in your brain, Sam yeah. Driver. In, uh, this, on this very day, mm-hmm. Rupert Murdoch launches Fox News. After, at its debut, 17 million households were able to watch. However, it was absent from the largest U.S. media markets of New York and Los Angeles at this time. Rolling news coverage during the day normally consisted of 20-minute single-topic shows, such as Fox on Crime, Fox on let's, Politics, let's not call and it news, news headlines and such. His, his reanimated corpse has been fucking flogging the public <laughs> the world over for God knows how many years now, to the point where he's banned from his own country. Mm. So, And yeah, oh, I've stepped down. You put the worst possible son in charge like everybody knew you were gonna so this is gonna be a new golden age for shite on the level of tucker carlson but don't worry he's on x now look at his billions of views Doesn't mean anything uh, and also this week and i don't think this will have any major significance for what we're talking about uh, october the 10th turner broadcasting system merged with time warner i can't see any reason why i even wrote that down that if any, it just means very insignificant to what we're talking about it today. just it just means that wcw is going to get covered in time magazine loads and and Warner Brothers will probably want to make loads of movies about all the wrestlers. Yeah, that's all it'll be. Yeah. That's all it'll be. Yeah. Have you seen Inception? Yes. You know... I'm the, a very big Chris Nolan fan. There you go. So right now, October the 10th is basically the day that the van just careers off the bridge. But, but it's obviously going very slowly. <laughs> yeah. But it's just careering off the bridge as we speak. <laughs> yeah, it's getting there. Somebody's mm. somebody's currently looking over the, uh, the the Turner like network output going, oh, that's fucking sick. That's amazing. Wrestling. Mm. And then kind of going, hmm, 
And that's like to be continued. Mm, pop a pin in that bad boy. Uh, in the world of the wrestling, from the Wrestling Observer, yeah. Um, apparently, all the wrestlers have been sent league. All the wrestlers all in of WCW. Them. Just all of them. All the wrestlers. All the wrestlers ever. <laughs> all the wrestlers in WCW. San Martino. The fucking works. Right. We'll start Even with David. A. Even David got one. Start with A, Aaron Aguilera. Albert and A-Train <laughs> Albert. Got, got two. Oh. And then he got another one for Tensai. And another one P for Prince Albert. Bernard. Prince Albert. And P for, yeah, he got five. The Jeez. poor bastard. Uh, all the WCW wrestlers today have been sent legal letters saying that they are not allowed to say WWF, Diesel, Razor Ramon, Big Daddy Cool, or the bad guy on WCW television. Just want to cover their bases when people start feuding with the outsiders. Keep my company's name out your fucking mouth. <laughs> and then the company, the company goes, we're not even a company anymore anyway. We haven't been for years. Fucking hell. Mm. And then and then the company's WCW sat there kind of just crying while everybody's going, just leave Eric. Just leave Eric. <laughs> and Eric's like, we're not even a company. From The Observer this week, uh, there is more and more behind-the-scenes heat coming in the Hogan-Nash-Hall <laughs> camp. Not to mention... No, what? I know. Those three? They seem like a dream. They seem like a dream to work with. Not to mention the disenchantment of those not in the camp. So people <laughs> who are around the camp don't like it. People in the camp don't like each other. Nash and Hall are tired of playing background vocals, and they are also mad about the money that Hulk Hogan is making. Why would you be fucked off about playing background vocals to Hogan at this point? Because you want to, be, I know he's you, making, you want to be lead singer. I know he's making bank, and this is about to completely fuck WCW in terms of contractual statuses, mm -hmm. which is going to be delicious when we get there. <laughs> uh, but um, like at the at this point, I get it. You're cool as fuck, though. You're on the outside. You don't feel like it. Feels like you're too cool to fucking wrestle in such a shit company, right? That's what you're trying to get across. So just fucking hang back. Yeah, like. Get pick pick up your paycheck for doing next to nothing, <laughs> and what a paycheck it is! Nash will figure that out. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you'll figure that out. A few other bits and pieces, but I'm going to get to them as we go through the show. We are live in Savannah, Georgia. Savannah. A revolutionary thing occurs at this show, Sam Driver, mm. that arguably changes the shape of wrestling. Is it that only three of the four fireworks go off at the start on the ring posts? I mean, that was hilarious, but no. <laughs> it's like, it might be Kane. <laughs> it might be Care. <laughs> um, it's definitely Can. I don't know if... The... We they, got three of them. They have plumbed in and utilised a video wall. I didn't notice it. It was right above the set, so you couldn't see it. It's for the live crowd only. Because I, I heard it get mentioned, and I was like, all right, you bullshitter, what's going on? No, it's there, because because the last few weeks we've had on Nitro, yeah. they've done so much behind-the-scenes shit, and the crowd are like, this is fucking crap, we don't know what's going on. Fuck them, card subject to change, mate. <laughs> Give me your $50. Here's 10 minutes of silence, and we're not going to tell you what's happening. There should just be a picture of Eric, like this. Or a video of him. Just like get a little monitor just for somebody. <laughs> pointing at his Just monitor. pointing at card subject to change like this. Just like <laughs> tapping the sign in The Simpsons. Just... Go maybe tap the sign. <laughs> but this is so... Because that's been happening, this is designed to, to try and get the crowd on side that come to Nitro. Because they so, can see it being a problem in the future. They've had it on pay-per-views before and used it for Simply Logos and had it at the side of the stage and stuff. It, it's, it's, I guess it's something that just hasn't really been thought about 
is Roy using one by this point? Is no. the Tron? Yeah. No Tron on So, Roy. like, it's basically, like, it, it's not really been a factor, but the more backstage the shit's getting, the more it, it's a necessity, right? And it becomes clear when crowds are starting to get more and more pissed off that, hey, maybe they want in on the action. And also, they'll cheer up booze so we can use the sound of it. Ah! I know, right? Fuck! And boy, Genius. is it used effectively on this particular show, which we'll get to. Tony and Larry open. They're discussing what went down in the NWO suite last week. They didn't talk about Jerry Sachs talking out of his ass. <laughs> Nor did they talk about what Sam Driver is doing with his hand. What about, thank, what about, thank you, Patreon. What about Nobs just fucking like going to town on that big slab of salami? Just I mean, fucking rubbing it in his face. He fucking went just for it, didn't fucking he? sniffing the big old salami. He loved his big old he salami. Larry's Abisco is adamant that Liz is joining the New World Order. Like well, the, I mean, she clearly is. She's been offered movie roles, and also Larry knows that Liz can't be trusted to do anything, so Liz, yeah. Liz inherently is an evil person. I mean, somebody who sat there looking coy and nervous and then ran off saying, no, leave me alone, that really gives off the energy of somebody who's joined the New World no, Order. Randy, Randy had her number as well. The second that Randy popped up, and he's like, what the fuck are you doing here? Shouting out in the hallway. Liz. Shouting son of a bitch in the but hallway. Do you not listen to Arn? Arn and woman, when they told you to stay at home, love. Just stay at home. You know, if Rick's not here for you, even though he stole all my money and Arn's not here for you, you shouldn't be leaving the house at all. Not even to go shopping. No. Not even to come down and say hello to your friends. Savage, I obviously. I still can't believe that that was essentially the message of a promo to Liz last week. It's mad, isn't it? <laughs> it's grim. Woman. Hippity-hoppity, women of property. Um, but we'll get to that later. We'll oh, certainly get to that know. later. Fuck a doodle do. Uh, so Randy Savage, livid with the New World Order. Tonight we'll face <clears throat> Ric Flair. Uh, not in the New World Order. <laughs> but he will face Hogan uh, Halloween Havoc. I want right. at least two of my six credit cards back, Rick. <laughs> he yep. doesn't know they're maxed out yet. No, yeah. no one's <laughs> hard to tell him. <laughs> Our opening match is Harlem Heat versus the Public Enemy. And Sam, we've got new WCW World Tag Team Champions. What? I know. It was on Saturday night. Then it on didn't Saturday happen. night. It didn't happen. Well, Nick Patrick seems to think it happened. He officiated. Has somebody not pulled out the proper Nick Patrick? We've pulled out the Saturday. <laughs> night one instead of the nitro one <laughs> they've got the fucking figures mixed up again haven't they well the f funny thing is there might be different nick patrick's because there was an episode <laughs> on saturday night that aired the other week where he didn't have his neck brace on i told you and then he was confused so we've got nitro nick patrick on saturday night all healthy and now we've got saturday night nick patrick and that's when shit started to go sideways it's all gone that was the downfall of wcw he Arnie Reynolds did nitro. not mention that in the book he thinks it's saturday night every time he's turned on <laughs> Don't we all? <laughs> <laughs> Good night, everybody. Um, yeah, so Saturday, WWE Saturday night, with the help of Colonel Rob Parker, nah, 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 cheating, uh, Public Big Enemy lost their belts. I know, little cheeky piece of shit. Uh, Rocker Rock got his leg, oh, he, sorry, Johnny Grunge got his kneecap knackered yeah. by, a, by a weapon. But he's, he's had like a bit of a bad knee for a while, but they've been just making a slow little bit of thing about it. Mm, and it cost them the tag titles. Harlem Heat are the champs. This t this match is a non-title match though between these two. Harlem Heat want. will face the Outsiders at Halloween Havoc. It's just like both the Gypsy Woman and the commercial for Halloween Havoc said last week. But don't just take everybody else's word for it. 
Give it two minutes until the match starts. Oh, then you'll be fine with it. Um, now, the match itself, uh, it's a fairly standard match. Seeing these two sisters share it at one point is George Aki with Rocco Rock. It looks like he's about to kick her head in at one yeah, point. Yeah, he gets out the ring and he just sort of squares up to her. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, all right. Uh, during the break, Liz is knocking on Randy Savage's dressing room. And I really think this might have been an accident. So she's knocking on the, Randy, let me in. Knock, knock, knock. Randy, let me in. Third knock, the door opens. <laughs> To which she like then to think goes, he was just hiding behind the door, like, <laughs> like fuck you. What do you want? Mind that lampshade looked interesting, didn't it? If you look in the corner, <laughs> that, that Randy Savage shade, the shaped lampshade. So then Liz goes in, looks around the room, and then leaves again. And they're like, oh, where's Randy gone? Randy, bo bandy. Uh, Rocco gets worked over by Booker T, Stevie Ray, and Sherry. Uh, mm. Sherry gets a few shots in. To which point the NWO arrive. Oh, wacker to hey hey. There they are in the crowd. Hey hey. Hey, yo, Harlem Heat, you two hillbillies. You want the outsiders? You're going to get it. At Slim Jim Halloween Havoc. We're so cool. We said the sponsor. They did say the sponsor. Nash and Hall are dicking about on the microphone, uh, talking about taking the belts whilst the four just ignore them and carry on wrestling. I thought that was fantastic. Yeah. Because, like, then they're going, hey, you lot of shit, we're going to beat you. And then the match, they carry on wrestling. No one pays them any <laughs> mind. And then there's, there's what Scott Hall going, ready or not, here we come, going to take the belts, still ignoring them. And then gonna they go, get you. And then they go, all right, we'll see you, see you, see you at Halloween Havoc. And then they leave. While Nash does the entire thing with just a mouthful of peanuts. <laughs> <laughs> why would you want to work more when you just do that and get a fucking paycheck? Fucking why wouldn't you? It's true though, but I, I love that. <laughs> Everyone fucking ignored them. And they went, all right, bye. The crowd didn't though. And the oh, crowd, the crowd, the crowd were into it. And there's some guys in the crowd with NWO sprayed across their naked chests. Ooh. NWO's getting over like Rover. Uh, so... Scott Hall dropping Ready or Not, Here We Come, which is a nice little Fuji's uh, reference. Yeah, Ready or Not, we're going to get you. I thought he said gonna... Ready or Not, Here We Come. I, well, he, I think he we're, said that. Ready or Not, Here We Come, we're going to get you. But he doesn't say we're going to find you. No. So we're going to get you. We're, we're going to take... get you. But... We are going to get you. We're going to get you, everybody. Spooky fingers. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> <laughs> then he holds his nose and disappears. <laughs> <laughs> Puts his Christmas hat on and vanishes like in the Christmas Chronicle. Like the Kurt Russell in the Christmas Chronicle. X Pac's just filming them like a fanboy. I love it. Just on a big, nice a hand big cam. fat camcorder. Bloody gorgeous. Anyway, uh, as the match wraps up, Rocco goes through a table. Grunge gets hit with a chair, and then Grunge gets his knee buckled with a steel chair assisted diving knee drop, and Harlem Heat win the non title match. What was the fucking point? Well, it sounds more like a Johnny Grunge problem, to be honest. It does sound like a Johnny yeah, Grunge just problem. Just don't have a bad knee. <laughs> don't let somebody put your knee in like a, a, a pilmanization situation. And just just don't don't let that happen. Moral of the story. Although uh, fucking Rocco Rock takes quite the uh, tumble through the, the, the table on the outside oh. when Parker. He kind of jumps in as if he's going to make the save. And Parker just goes, nope, and shoves <laughs> him off the fucking rope. While the entire time, what's, is it fucking Sherry, just George Ackham with Patrick? And it's just like, that goes on for like three minutes. <laughs> There's a lot of weird padding in this show. A limo arrives. Oh, it's probably the NWO. Oh, Door opens. God. Wait a fucking minute. It's, it's it's not the fucking NWO. It's Tom's close personal friend. It's my very good friend, Jeff Jarrett. It's, it's Jeffy J, everybody. It's Jeff Jarrett. Big so, Jeffy. 
Jeff uh, was released on the WWF a good long while ago. Yeah. He's done some stuff in the USWA. Conversations with him and Eric Bischoff started a few months ago. And they lead us to where we are now with Jeff Jarrett as part of WCW. We've kind of drip-fed a little bit about Jarrett coming in, but this is where we're at now. There's this... no need to cover him, though, because he's not doing slap nuts yet. So they should ignore him completely. And we're never going to mention him again until he first says slap nuts. But what's going to happen is that on WWF television, they are going to retaliate. Good. I was, if you mention him once more, not gonna no, all right. because on the on WWF television we're gonna meet the real Double J. We are. We're gonna meet Jesse James, aren't mm. we? <laughs> Inspired by all of this, and it's and they're gonna do the storyline. <laughs> slap nuts. They're gonna do the storyline. <laughs> <laughs> Cheeky boy. They're gonna do the storyline which they wanted to do when Jarrett was still in the company. Yeah. I, I I remember it. I I so the idea is that basically you've got with my baby tonight is Jeff Jarrett single. Uh, Jeff Jarrett has the roadie as who would go on to be Road Dog, of course. Jesse James um, is is his like roadie, right? Like because he's supposed to be a country music musician. Uh, but uh, as far as I remember, the idea was that Jeff would keep making a really big deal out of With My Baby Tonight. They were going to do a whole thing with it. There was like a music video at one oh, point. In Your House too. I yeah. think they, they had Jeff sing it live. Sing it live. But it turns out all along, I think it's going to be like a Virgil situation they were planning where he just treats the roadie poorly so much. The roadie pulls the rug and exposes that he was the real singer with my baby tonight and that Jeff Jarrett is a fraud. And then it required them losing... I can't remember who they had to lose to. Shawn Michaels. Shawn Michaels. And it, I, it it sort of fucked them and then immediately turned them against each other. And I think, was it Jarrett in particular was that I don't really want to do that? The problem, the Jeff Jarrett's argument was, so the plan was in your house, yeah. on the same night he was going to lose, I love he was gonna lose the Intercontinental <laughs> title and he was going to be exposed as a fraud on the same night. That's and it. Jeff Jarrett went, well, hang on, because then that leaves me with nothing. Yeah. Like if we do it all in one night. It just makes me a red hot heel. Do this all over. <laughs> I know, right? And it puts me in a feud that people kind of want to see. So there was a big Shit. So there was a big fallout <laughs> and he was taken off screen, made a brief comeback, and then they just, and then he, and then they ended up not seeing ways, and then he got his release, and he was away. And then he goes back, doesn't he? Briefly. Briefly. Very and that's when briefly. there's some backstage shenanigans and some contractual things. And then he comes back, and we can talk about slap nuts. Now, we, <laughs> basically, that's how we go. <laughs> Uh, but but obviously, in seeing Jeff Jarrett turn up on WCW television, WWF are going to go, right, we're going to do that fucking Jesse James storylines we want to do. It, uh, I, I it's, liked, I, it's a I would have liked to have seen it. I get that maybe it wouldn't have worked for, you know. I think he for, wasn't, for he wasn't against in, doing it. He wasn't against doing it. It was more he, doing it immediately. He didn't want to do it all in one yeah. night. He wanted to spread it out a little bit and maybe do it later into the year. But mm. it was his issue was doing it all in one night. But either way. It's because he spends his days working hard on the go. And the hands on the clock are just spinning too slow. And he just can't wait to be alone with his Intercontinental title tonight <laughs> and with Road Dog. Why are you taking both things away at once? <laughs> Fucking pieces of shit. <laughs> that was the original lyrics. <laughs> they were. I read them. <laughs> we get a recap next of Nick Patrick on WCW Saturday Night. Yeah. Saying like... The wrong Nick Patrick. The wrong Nick Patrick. The bizarro Nick Patrick. <laughs> going, fucking Hick sick Nattrick. of people treating me like shit. Well, he's levied a fine, hasn't he? He levied the biggest fine in sports history, apparently. One million dollars uh, to Randy Savage for attacking him. And he says, if anyone's got anything smart to say about him, there used to be a WCW announcer that used to stir up trouble. And he's not here anymore. 
I send him packing back down to the professional masturbation game. <laughs> He's out of wrestling, folks. Are we? I mean, I haven't read anything about like. I know the last time we saw Mean Gene on TV, yeah. there was contract negotiations. I didn't hear that they'd he fall might just be out. on a cruise. You know, like <laughs> that's risky in his game. <laughs> Being there's, away from this group cruises, you know, it's competition cruise. Oh, the boat would sink. No, you do it off the back to make the boat go faster, oh, like the tank in, in GTA 3. Fucking, it's like that noise <laughs> of the you back can't of the hear boat. It over the waves, Tom. <laughs> if there was enough of you, you could. <laughs> Depends how many's on the boat. Is that not going to kill several breeds of fish and marine? No, it'll life? just it'll just make several forms of homunculi. Oh, fucking <laughs> hell. <laughs> Isn't that how mermaids were created? Probably, yeah. Human. It's how mandrakes were made. Human excrement if you in go, the water. Is it mandrakes? I think if you go back far enough in British like law, pagan law, whatever it is, uh, it's the the sperm of hanged men. Where that falls, uh, a mandrake grows. I think that's it. <laughs> like the shrieking plants. Because <laughs> it's the it's the. Yeah, it's like the bastard child of an evil hanged man. That's a really dark idea. Yeah. Or a oh. particularly innocently hanged man, you know. Yeah, it could have very... Any, anybody getting hanged. Why is, why, is, why is Spunk coming out of a hanged man? Well, I, I assume... They wank him I off assume, Well, I, when, you, when, you, when, you, um, when you pass... Oh, oh yeah. Uh, you, you, void, uh, you void quite a lot of things, so I don't know if that happens. Mm. I don't know a hell of a way to go. <laughs> I mean, I'm going, going out on top. <laughs> I mean, there ha and that has have been how some people have gone uh, in their in their own homes. But anyway, um, yeah, that's a that's a that's a really horrible thought. <laughs> you know I mean? How do we get onto it? Because we talked about Mean Gene, Mean Bastard Gene once again. Oh, he um, just won't stop wanking. He will not stop wanking. Diamond Dallas Page, thank God. He's facing Jim Powers next. Uh, Powers over Powers Page, but Page cheap shots to get into the game. We then get a picture and picture of Page promising a butt kick into Eddie Guerrero. And I love this line. I'm going to put something on you that Ajax won't take off. Like, <laughs> fucking hell, I've not thought about Ajax, the football club, all the cleaning products in ages. <laughs> Ajax. Well, Ajax, the football club, is Ajax. Bless you. <laughs> but Ajax, do you remember? Did your house I've, have Ajax? I've seen it. I don't know what the. F I know it's a cleaning product. It's I've like seen a, a rusty tub of it. Mm. But that's about it. It's probably very carcinogenic. It's shed. It's always one in a shed. <laughs> it's like a. It's like a very very strong white powder. Right. That you use like it's almost like a powdered soap. Okay. It's really like it's it's very chemically. Okay. It's really good for like cleaning. So put it in your eyes. Don't do not rub it in your <laughs> eyes. It's really good for cleaning Chew on pipes it. and <laughs> nom, nom, nom. put it in a drink and have a lovely yeah. little drink. Well get rid of COVID if it's good at cleaning pipes, Clean right? Inside <laughs> Donald Trump says that stuff works. Can we try injecting Ajax into our veins? Yeah, mate, why not? You go first. Can we try setting age limits for presidencies? <laughs> 90 upwards. <laughs> Uh, just as Powers gets back into it, he goes for full Nelson and whoop bam! Diamond cutter out of nowhere. As if Powers is winning against DDP. Of course he's not. God <laughs> love him. DDP going into a pay-per-view. How, who do you think you are, Powers? Yeah, he's uh, it's Eddie Guerrero and you DDP. You want yourself one of them Kevin Nash jobs where you just eat peanuts and shout <laughs> insults. I mean, he's getting peanuts from what I can gather. <laughs> 
And he's getting abuse from National. DDP teases smacking Teddy Long in the mouth and kind of laughs it off and comes away. DDP and Eddie Guerrero at the pay-per-view. That should be a lovely tie. Which pay-per-view is that again? Slim Jim Halloween Havoc. That's right. That's it. I've been learning since we've been away. A lot of product placement tonight. Uh, Mike today welcomes the macho man, Randy Savage. And who is this with him? If, uh, for anyone who's seen Man to Man with Dean Lerner, I thought this was Steve Pissing. <laughs> <laughs> it's not. It's Jason Keller, the Slim Jim Halloween Havoc car driver. And you loved this segment. Yeah, I can't remember exactly what it is when Randy walks in, but today it reduces him. And today uh, tries to talk to him about his match with Ric Flair. Get, I've not got notes this week. Mike, uh, so Mike today, uh, so, so Randy Savage is there, and bless uh, and, and bless uh, our boy who's with him, so, yeah, Jamie, Jason today, Keller. He's so, just like a slight guy. Yeah, and he's just in his, in his there. full NASCAR gear. Yeah, and he's just like, you know, he's a fucking NASCAR driver, right? Like, guy deserves props, and he's out there, and he's looking proud in his uniform. Uh, and today says something to Randy... Uh, and then Randy's like, yes, I did. Let me have the microphone. All is like one word, <laughs> like so much faster. So because today wants him to know about, wants to know about how he's feeling about facing Ric Flair. Yeah. Uh, can you, and, and that's where he goes, yes, I did. Let me have the microphone. One word, like yeah. supercalifragilisticexpialidocious. Yeah. Um, and, and then this becomes not Mike Tanay interviewing Randy Savage, it but Randy, Randy Savage, Savage interviewing Steve Piercing. It becomes Randy Savage playing The Price is Right, <laughs> is what it becomes. So what... <laughs> So what happened over the weekend was a speedway contest, which saw the WCW Slim Jim Halloween Havoc car uh, and the NWO car on the same track. Shit, going head to head. That means that whoever comes out on top of this surely is the better of the two, right? And we've got Kyle Petty and the other one. Was it Carl Petty? Carl Petty and Jason Keller. Yeah, and Jason Keller. Like, it, it, it's fucking shit hot. We got a bad boy running the NWO car. We got like a, a straight up American bad boy, like cool guy who probably loves his God, guns, and government driving the WCW car. What happens, Tom? The NWO car smacks into a wall halfway around and it's written out of the competition. Fucking useless. Uh, the the <laughs> W's done. And do you know what? It's actually one of the very few jobs that the NWO will do. <laughs> In all their time. In fairness, who can predict, right? It's a fucking NASCAR race for yeah, one. Yeah, you can't so like, book a so NASCAR Dangerous, race. dangerous speeds. Incredibly close quarters. For anybody who's never seen NASCAR, you, you've seen it mentally. The car's going round in a loop, usually. Sometimes the tracks deviate, but usually it's cars going round in a loop. Cars are all incredibly close together. It's all about physics. It's all about using, you know, wind properly, using like slipstream of cars you're moving in front of, moving as a pack, as a unit to get yourself as fast as you can, which means at some points you're literally less than a foot away from the car next to you. And then there's four more cars that are less than a foot away from you on your left. And you're also like 45 degrees and doing like 200 mile an hour. It's scary. <laughs> so it's like the slightest like sneeze and it's just... <laughs> And that's it. It takes so much. So um, the NWO car didn't make it through, but the WCW car did very well. And Randy Savage has a very unique way of, of deciphering how they did. Uh, Randy Savage asks Jason Keller, did we finish in the top 25? To which Jason goes, well, <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 we certainly did, Randy. Yeah, we did, Randy. Yeah. Yeah. Did we finish in the top 20? Well, uh, yeah, yeah, Randy, we finished in the top 20. And the crowd's like, woo. Top twenty, but did we finish in the top fifteen? Well, well Randy, you, Randy, you were there. Um, fucking <laughs> killed me, Randy. You, mate, you were there. You were there. You know we finished in the top fifteen. Because 
think at, at this like, point he was fuck? a bit like, mate, you were there. Are you, you going to keep going? Is mate, it going to be in the top 40 next? I was expecting to go, mate, before you came out, you asked me where we finished. Have you <laughs> forgotten already? You, you were so drunk, mate. I had to tell you six <laughs> times on the day where we finished. Anyway, it turns out that OCW car finished in the, <laughs> the top 12. That said 12 on it. Yeah, he said I finished 12. And or yeah, we're, we're really happy about that. Like, ah, oh, good for you. Uh, so then Savage is, is 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 applauding our boy. But why, why does Savage go, did we finish in the top 25? Did we finish in the top 20? Did we finish in the top 15? Did we finish in the top 12? When he could have gone, did we finish in the top 10? And the answer would have been yes. And top 10 <laughs> sounds so much better than top 12. I think maybe in Savage's head, it didn't feel like a big enough accomplishment. So he tried to do something to make it sound like it was a bigger deal. So it's like, we didn't finish 12th. We finished two above 12th. <laughs> when we finished in the top 10. It's like, fuck yeah. I've played Daytona racing before. It's impossible to break the top 10 on hard mode sometimes. Yeah, unless because you're too distracted, parking up in front of the Jeffrey statue and waiting for it to start dancing. Yeah, and also the, the soundtrack slaps. Daytona. Anyway, as Savage is about to invite Jason Piss, uh, Steve Pissing back for a lovely half cup of snaps, uh, Miss Elizabeth appears to try and talk some sense into Randy Bobandi. Randy, we need to talk, she says. And Savage is like, no, come on, Jason, my new boyfriend, let's go. I think, what does he say to her? He's like, it, it's, oh, he says something to her. This is like really blunt. And it's something like, oh man, what is it? He basically insinuates like, I'm not fucking listening to you. It's basically just like, you know, what's done? Like, you, you, I know all I need to know. Like, fuck you, Liz. Yeah, it was Liz very is like quite clearly panicked and like, I don't know what to do. And he's just like, fuck you. See you later. I'm off with my NASCAR friends now, yeah. Liz. Come on, NASCAR. You didn't want any part of this, but look at me with a NASCAR driver and, and all the Slim Jims I can eat. He sort of smiles and walks off with yeah. him. Doesn't he bless him, Jason? Jason's like, I ain't going to involve in this dispute. And Randy's like, can we drive around the car park? And he's Come like, on, Jason. Let's drive on, around the car park. Give me donuts. <laughs> Come on, Jason. Come show me the carburetor. <laughs> leave this bitch alone. Oh, uh, Miss Elizabeth, desperately trying to get back into the Randy's good books. Bless her face. Uh, high voltage in action next. They're taking on the faces of fear. Was it only me that thought that high voltage looked like fake Mr. Perfect action figures? <laughs> Little bit, yeah. yeah. They look like the type of figures I'd get at like Poundland. Mm. Oh, sorry, everything's a pound. Oh, man, them other days. Yeah, and Poundland isn't a pound Poundland anymore. No, everything's a pound was the, was the, the best branded. They have to rename it Land. It, it, no, it, it's just... I get, you know, sell some shit that's a bit more, but have a whole aisle for that shit. Don't mm. just pepper in like, oh, everything's a pound, you know, in here. And then, oh, yeah, okay, that shampoo. Yeah, it's 15 quid. Mm. All right, cheers. <laughs> I think it's it's weird now because I went to, I remember going to Poundland to pick up some cleaning stuff thinking, oh, this would be cheaper than going to Tesco. And I went, yeah, actually, it's cheaper to go to Tesco. If anybody high up in Poundland is listening to this miraculously, Keith or knows Poundland. anybody high up, in, high up in Poundland, Keith Poundland, uh, the one in Newcastle Central by, by Granger Market really needs fucking security. Like the last three times I've been in there, there's just been some poor old bloke who's like working the till and he's fucked because he's been in all day and he's knackered. And I'm just calling in to be like, oh, what a big bottle of Pepsi. Uh, so I'll go in and buy some shit for the cupboards. But there's always like some fucking, like just some absolute reprobate trying to steal something or pick a fight with him. But like in such a way where if you're going to nick something, just nick it and fuck off, right? Yeah. But like, and please don't really, 
they're not going to be able to get there quick enough. But like, if you're going to steal something, just steal something and leave. Don't pick a fight with the old guy who's trying to go, hey, don't so blatantly steal shit. Put that back. And then he starts swinging for him. And then everybody sort of stood around going like, well, I don't really want to intervene. The guy could have a knife and he looks really aggy. Uh, and then and then the, the guy will just be having to go one-on-one with some fucking mentalist mm. who's like angry as fuck at the fact he can't just take the entire rack of things he wanted. Yeah. And I'm like, I, I just want that person to get all the help they need uh, and to not be so angry that they're attacking Poundland staff. And I want the Poundland guy to, to not have to um deal with that shit yeah because like he, he's already working in a fucking pound land he shouldn't be having to fight guys like half his age for fucking i think wherever you, know. you work you deserve the right to not yeah. have to fight to work there it's just like ah oh, man it like broke my heart i was just like it's fucking just if you're gonna steal just steal and get out i just find around christmas time like i i, I make sure to be extra nice to service stuff because yeah. I know this is a because I've been it's on the shit, other man. side I've of it I've been on retail you have Christmas as well haven't you it's fucking wank. we've been if you're listening to this right and you are if you're working in the service industry you're off to maybe go and work in a, in a supermarket or a store or a shop for the day or if you're sa- in the next sale yeah <laughs> or, you wanna, or if you know work in HMV that was always one at Christmas mm. if you're one of those and you listen to this from Sam and I and us a Cultaholic thank you and we appreciate you. And from Tom, but not Cultaholic Ventures Limited, you're allowed to punch one customer in the face. I'm all right with that. Tom <laughs> takes full responsibility for that, not Cultaholic. Please tell them that it was from me. Tom <laughs> Campbell. I'm honestly of the belief. If you, if you send a, an email to the company, we will send you his address for serving legal papers. Mm-hmm. Um, we've got no problem with that. But you know what? I'm fine with that. I'll tell you why. Because the people listening to this are good people. <laughs> and if they feel the urge to punch somebody, chances are that person deserved it. What if they want to punch them Taipei deathmatch style? Again, I believe that they deserve it. I think if you've gone to the, the effort to have an industrial drum of PVA glue mm. next to you so you can dip your yeah. whole hand in it, you, you, you kind of but, deserve but it. But I would, if, if someone's being a dick, then you're justified. I, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not never, advocating so for like, punching strangers I'd always, because of reasons. Like I'd always get arsy wankers face to face but like i never had it as bad as when i was on the phones for a very brief spell before i started at what culture i uh around christmas it was just fucking assholes and i was working for an energy company and it felt shit anyway because you got like old people ringing you up they can't afford their bills and i'm like i'm sorry like i don't control the price of it and i'm trying to fucking help uh and it's just breaking your heart every phone call and then some fucker will ring you up being like why is my electricity bill two thousand pounds and it's like okay well we've sent uh, my meter's broken we've sent somebody out to look at your meter it's not broken and um, you've used that much power because you've used two thousand pounds worth of electricity. You've given us a fucking read, and you've called me a cunt four times. So like, I I can cancel this call anytime I like. Like, just fucking, just let me help you. Let me help. It's you, always <laughs> interesting how, and and, and and in most circumstances, when when something like that happens, like people think I'm just gonna be really rude and abrasive. That will definitely get me what I need. I think like one shift on phones would change so many people's opinion yeah. about like how they handle talking to people down the phone because it is like it's mental how many little keyboard warrior types you get down the phone where Mm -hmm. it's like I'm going to take my business elsewhere then do so go to Empower they'll charge Uh you double C later like (laughs) you still owe us that two grand mate it's not going anywhere also when you sit on the phone for that person who's called you a cunt three four times and then eventually they reveal that they bought a hot tub and then the five six seconds of silence when it dawns on them that that's how their hot tub gets hot and bubbly is electricity um 
that was like just this sounds like a that, real that was story a, that was a spicy pizza that shit that was that was one of my favorite ever what was calls. the first thing they said well they, they just went off on me uh it was always the meter's fault or whatever and it's like we've sent a team out we can send another one but it's gonna cost you 90 quid because we've already sent a team out and they've said it's 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 fine nobody's tampered with it nobody's nicked anything um like you have used this much power and then you sit on the call with them after you know they're calling you left right and center like whatever the fuck they want but you're trying to help because the longer you're on the call the less random calls you got to take mm -hmm. so the longer you can just meet your shift out so i'm sitting there just taking like random bits of abuse here and there um and then just being like, well, did you buy any new appliances, a new fridge, a new washing machine, a new TV? Uh, can you try turning everything off, turn the TV on, look at your meter, let's just do a double, double, double check that the meter's still working. And so you just waste as much time as possible on the call because uh, fuck, if I can make this last an hour, I get to go straight home afterwards. Um, but yeah, eventually it got to the point where it was like, well, have you bought anything like recently, any big purchases? And it was like, well, yeah, we've got a hot tub. And I was like, just silence. And I was like, okay and and like how do you how do you power the hot tub and then it was like complete 180 it was like oh, oh um well do you do you take credit card and it was like yes we fucking do oh. and then you just hear him shout at his wife like it turn like, it off Sandra. <laughs> like went fucking mental but like it was yeah man like fuck work in retail at this time of year it's just because every nobody's got money everybody's stressed and it just heightens everything yeah it is so if you're one of those thank you and we appreciate you appreciate you also Bring me my shit. <laughs> Undermine. I get everything we've just said. <laughs> Bring a shit, you cowards. If, uh, just a quick tip. If you go to a restaurant, you just do this. I find, yeah. Like, oi. That gets you such good service. Yeah. You should all try it out. And also, and also, if you don't want to wait in the queue, just jump to the front. Yeah, just move past people. Wait, Pretend stand, you're Dutch. Stand next to a till with no one on it. Chances are somebody will come over and serve you. Yeah, well, if you keep totting, if you keep totting loudly, tot that used to happen loudly. at the cinema. People would just tot loudly. And it's like, yeah, the queue's mm. here. Love is 13 people deep now. It was four people deep when you stood over there first time. See you later. Yeah. I just want revels. Then join the fucking queue. And also, <laughs> if you've seen something cheaper in another store, just go to the front and tell them. And they'll definitely discount it for you. Yeah, make sure that you like have a photo of it and just keep shoving it in your yeah. face as hard as you can. Yeah. Like so it's like this, just like And if the photo says like exclusive online offer, then all the more reason to do it. Yeah, you go, "Well, I'm online. Look, I'm in a line yeah. right now." <laughs> and while there's like 15 people behind you. <laughs> I remember working at HMV. We'll get back to Nitro in a minute. I remember working at HMV like just as like the the internet was becoming a thing and people were downloading music from iTunes and stuff yeah. like that and this iTunes. guy came this guy came in and he wanted a song I wish I could remember the song and I said we don't have it it's a, it's a single from like the 2000s we can't order the single yeah. I found I found a compilation album that it's on yeah uh we'd have to order it in it'll, it'll take about 10 days and you got to pay a premium 17.99 yeah. but that song is on it and he and I said the alternative is if you go on the internet you went I'm going to stop you there don't do any of that internet nonsense. None of that internet nonsense. I said, but it'll be I miss those days. It'll be 79p and you can have it now. None of that internet nonsense. Don't even have a phone. I was like, <laughs> okay, so that'll be 17.99, please. We'll call you in 10 days. I have one friend who's still like that. Wow. Phil, bless him, is uh, he is like a Luddite by choice. I admire like, it. He gives zero fucks about digital world. He wants physical media. He has a burner phone. He looks like a drug dealer whenever at the pub. It's amazing. He has like an Alcatel burner phone. Like he, he just could not give less of a shit about the internet. 
Wow. Like, and I, it, it amazes me, man. Like, I, I'm, like, in some ways, it's sort of like, it's sort of like, fucking hell, like, how do you, like, get by in this day and age without, like, have it because there's so many things require you to have internet stuff now right and apps and he's just like no like i'll find a fucking way and he yeah. just does it man i i respect him for it i respect him i also respect the face of fear who jump high voltage from the beginning oh, yeah, of this tag match the horsemen <laughs> watch from the aisle because uh benoit and mongo are going to be facing the face of the fear on halloween have a slim jim halloween oh, havoc. no mm, way why not That'll be a thing. Anyway, Foff wins uh, with a slingshot big boot combo. Very uninspiring Look at the match. extension on Haku's legs. <laughs> you called him Haku? Yeah. Oh, no. I think he called him Haku. You got a strong, strong letter coming your way. Oh, I don't... shit. Uh, that's it. You got the legal don't letter. Don't sue me, Vince. <laughs> oh, no. Step onto the legendary clay courts of Roland Garros, where the world's best players battle it out for a chance to win the French Open title. Tennis Channel Plus is your place to watch. Stream every court from your phone or smart TV, live in HD. Don't miss a moment with daily live coverage and match replays on demand, beginning Monday, May 20th. Be there for all the unforgettable moments. Stream now with Tennis Channel Plus. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Up next, here comes Mike Wenner. Mike Wiener. Mike Wiener. <laughs> Mike Wiener, my favorite wrestler now. Uh, now, this is, uh, this is Mike a guy with a great name. Uh, former tag team, formerly in a tag team called Men at Work. Which is also great in and of itself. But we've got, we've got Anus, we've got Dick, and now we've got Wiener. We need <laughs> to make this happen. <laughs> Come on. We need to make it happen. What? Okay, make, make the team happen. A team happen. We've got anus, dick, and wiener. There's something we can do with the fact we've got one anus and two dick, or a dick uh, and a wiener. Los Falos in Congrenables. <laughs> Done. <laughs> Brackets plus an anus. <laughs> <laughs> we, could call, we, we could call them... We could call, we could call them Susan Album Party. <laughs> We'll call them Sue's Album Party. Hashtag Sue's Album Party. <laughs> is it Sue's an album party? So this is the... Okay, I'll have to explain this very regionalised gag. Uh, so Susan Boyle, who won Britain's Got Talent that time, released an album 
and her her media people tried to get trending hashtag Susan Album Party as if to go, if you're listening to the album, tell us where you're listening. Hashtag Susan <laughs> Album Party. The problem is when you put all those words together, as you do with the hashtag, it looks like Sue Anal Bum Party. Uh, <laughs> Anal bum party. party. <laughs> it took on a very different life of its own. It, I uh <laughs> I remember seeing it trending and I didn't read it as Sue's album party. I read it as as yeah. I uh, sorry, Susan's album party. It was it was it was just fucking it immediately went to the bad place. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I had to write it down just to check. Yes, hashtag Susan Susan <laughs> Susan album party. Which is Sue's anal bum party. Yeah. <laughs> my, my brain went straight. <laughs> Everyone's brains went straight. So do not feel alone. Everyone's brain. So that's what we're going to call the faction. We're going to call them hashtag Susan album party. Susan album party. We need to add, we need to add more people to it. Wiener, dick, anus. We need somebody with, with like a, I don't know. Cock! Yeah, there's uh, got to be a, there's got to be. <laughs> call them the cock and bum express. If the cock and bum connection. The cock and bum connection. <laughs> well, the fact we've got a wiener, a dick, and one anus, it could be like, you'd have a really long name. Like, they couldn't possibly fit in there. <laughs> Two at a time? Are you mad? Could you call them prostate of emergency? Oh, fuck, yeah. <laughs> That's the one. That's the one. Prostate of emergency. Prostate of emergency. Thank you very much. Thank you. Do you know what? For Christmas, at classicatcultaholic.com, your suggestions for what we call the team of Mike Weiner, Dick Slater, and Mike Anus. We'll read the best ones out before Christmas. Because <laughs> that's what Santa would have wanted. Back before, back before he lost to Mean Gene. <laughs> now he's just not been able to show himself. Uh, Mike Weiner, uh, formerly in a tag team called Men at Work with Chris Canyon. Nice! Uh, Weiner's last win in a WCW ring was a match against the Gambler in April. So lots to prove against his opponent tonight. It's Glacier. Oh, he's fucked. He's fucked. He's... Yeah, this match has been choreographed down to the breaths. Oh, so, so there's no way Mr. Wiener's getting uh, getting any form of, of victory here. I'm not one to uh, to 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 doom uh, to doom scroll here, but. Um, Less snow for Glacier this week. Are we giving up on him already? I felt like there was more snow for Glacier this week. No, because previous weeks, like there's been snow on the entrance ramp. Right. This time it was very isolated snow. It could just be that the catwalk is only over the center part of the arena. Because, possibly. Yeah, so like it depends, I guess, on the setup of the arena. Very possibly. I may have it wrong there. Um, he seems to take a lot longer getting into the ring. Hmm. Uh, and spent a long time doing his poses yeah. in the center of the ring. And he bows to the referee and everything this time. And he puts his fist behind his hand, which which Larry Zabisco tells us is is something. <laughs> He's about to fist Wiener. <laughs> uh, uh, boot, he get, uh, Wiener gets a boot through the ropes. And then he goes all floppy, and that's it. Yeah, he flops yeah. through the ropes, does Wiener. <laughs> and, and, and now, before this happens, we get a little bit of stuff in the ring, yeah. to which you can very, very clearly... Hear people chanting boring. There's like one group of pissed lads definitely just go boring like that over and over again. You've been living a couple of minutes. Like it's it's 
in fairness, it's correct, right? It, it's it's not to be Jim Cornette, but it's making a mockery of fucking wrestling. <laughs> Having a guy in there doing fucking, and I get it, you know, you can you can make martial arts fit into wrestling. You can, that's possible. But having a guy just go out there and beat jobbers every fucking week uh, while doing the same five fucking moves in the same five move order and then pose in for a minute and a half afterwards, it's a- after three, four, six, a year's worth of build. Like, it... I wanted Glacier to come out and rip someone's fucking spine out their anus and beat them to death with it. Like, what? And then you got them in a promo going, stay cool. (laughs) (laughs) I went to Japan to learn (laughs) all of the martial arts and I found a master. Like, it's it's like, you've dropped the ball so fucking hard on this, man. You've not given them a chance. You've not given them a chance. In his defense, he does spice it up a bit because he boots Wiener through the ropes and then lands a dive over the top rope, which he hasn't done before. Nice springboard dive over the rope. Gets back, and then he rolls, rolls him back into the ring, rolls into the ring himself, and then hits that lovely spin kick. One, two, three. Thank you very much. But it's not over yet because, oh, oh God, no. look, we're, we, we're, we're 48 seconds away from the halfway point, and that means fireworks. So what happens is you're very polite with the 40 seconds because he starts doing his poses post-match and then the timer appears. So he does them for longer. I I can't, I think it's about 90 seconds. Fuck me. That he's doing the poses. No way. It's about 90 seconds. So he just stands there and fucking poses as the little stick of dynamite the fuse gets shorter and then ba-boom all the fireworks go off away goes glaciers light and smoke and fucking uh snow and he doesn't melt we thought there might be a puddle in the ring yeah <laughs> that'd be fun wouldn't it dog shit dog shit can't even sell toys of him you've ruined him that badly <laughs> you've ruined him that badly he's not going to be able to wrestle again until like 2019 i bet <laughs> oh nice yeah <laughs> eric bischoff <laughs> welcomes us to our two of monday nitro he says that jeff jarrett is up in a moment he's joined the nwo but there's not really been any nwo interference tonight oh well, well except for that huge bit of nwo interference but but there's not been any more <laughs> exactly hugh morris comes out and then here comes Jeff Jarrett to make his big WCW return. Yes. And he has very generic country music, which I'm pretty sure I've heard somebody else use before. It sounds like the exact type of music that they would just add lyrics to for um, Rap is Crap. Yes, it does sound very <laughs> Rap is Crap. It's certainly music they've heard before. Look who's here, baby, says Jeff Jarrett as he walks to the ring. Now, the commentary on this match is Eric Bischoff is adamant that Jeff Jarrett is in the NWO. Yeah. So the match is, is whilst in, Eric's putting him over, Eric's like, he's a piece of shit because he joined the NWO. In spite of the fact that Eric's also like, yeah, well, we had a conversation a few months ago and uh, he wants to show what he can do here and he wants a chance at WCW. So uh, yeah, but he's an NWO fucker. Yeah. And it's like, weird, wait, really like, weird. Wait, like what? <laughs> it's like Eric's just sort of like, <sighs> at one point he says he's conned his way onto Nitro. I'm like, Mate, your you show. Just said that you've given him a shot. <laughs> Weird. Uh, Jarrett starts strong. Morris overpowers him, though. We see Jeff push back as, again, the commentators run him down for joining the NWO, but we've had no confirmation that he has. Yeah. Uh, end comes with Jeff dodging a diving leg drop off the top. He locks in the figure four and gets the tap out win. A lot of comparisons with Jeff Style and Ric Flair's. Yeah. Um, because there's a lot of thought about the idea of Jeff maybe joining the Horseman. That was something we talked about in previous yeah, using episodes. Using the same finisher, strutting Certainly. around the ring. Kind but then... of making him a Flair esque. But, but then. But, Mind you, he's been doing this sort of stuff years before. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. 
Does not matter at all. But he's not only doing the flare strut, he's also kind of doing this with his fingers, which means he could have allegiance to Hogan as he's doing the barber. So he's doing Strutting the scissors. And cutting. He's basically giving us That's a bit of a That's definitely what he's doing. It's not guns. It's not supposed to be guns. It's mm. just him going, I'm going to cut your hair. <laughs> I'm Ric Flair and I cut hair. He's a double barber. I've got long blonde hair. Ric Flair doesn't have long blonde hair anymore. <laughs> Tony Schiavone. Because I cut it. I'm the real <laughs> Ric Flair. <laughs> Just start calling me Ric Flair now. Tony Schiavone Rick starts Flarrick. chatting. <laughs> Dick Flair. Uh, he could join the group. He could join Prostate of Emergency if he calls himself Dick Flair. He could. Welcome well, to in. be honest, yeah, Ric Flair could. His name is Richard. Richard. But then do you really want Space Mountain getting in there? It'll hog all the glory. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I, I don't think Mike Anus yeah. is going to get any action if Ric Flair's. No, there. Mike Anus is going to get all the action. It's it's the other two that aren't. <laughs> Flair, would only, <laughs> Flair would only be able to team with Anus. <laughs> Tony Giovanni is chatting to Jeff Jarrett and asks him, "Why have you joined the NWO, you prick?" To which Jeff calls out Hogan and talks about how Hogan made comments about he built the business and says the fact, hang on, my daddy, my daddy started the business. Was a promoter. Was a promoter. Uh, he talks about all the other promoters yeah. uh, from back in the day and says there's no way that Hogan did that. He then tells Hogan and the NWO to stick it. He does. To which Eric Bischoff says, I feel a little bit better about life right now. Uh, if I you were should Eric, be feeling embarrassed, Eric, is what you're doing. What I love is Eric Bischoff, right, who absolutely shat on Sting yeah. to the point where Sting went, fuck you lot, I'm gone. And yeah. they went, oh, I'm really sorry. Bischoff just, isn't, isn't Sting just a complete fucking... I bet you Sting's like probably like a murderer. I bet you Sting would just... I bet you Sting would just burn down like an office building and lock the doors, right? I bet he's probably going to do that at some point. Yeah. yeah. Or if he's maybe done it five, six times and then he wonders why Sting's pissed off. Yeah, and he goes, oh, I'm really sorry what I said about Sting. That was my error. And then Jeff Jarrett's come in, possibly a new alliance. God, what a piece of shit Jeff Jarrett is. God, I bet he's a piece of shit. Look at him. Such a piece of shit oh no he's not <laughs> eric sorry I, we'll 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 put your face on a nascar next week didn't even say sorry he just went oh that's fine then <laughs> eric mate you're making your own problems ah. annoying buy the shirt nwo t-shirt commercial comes up yeah. next uh we don't get any announcements paid for by the new world order apart from that not anymore <laughs> thank fuck <laughs> Arn Anderson in action next. Uh, he's fighting Lex Luger at Halloween Havoc. Mm. They're off to Vegas soon. They are. They're off to Vegas. And Mike Tanay mentions that he likes sometimes going to the sports book. And then um, and then uh, Bobby kind of mentions that maybe they should find somewhere a little bit, little bit further out of the city, if you, if you know what he means. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Uh, mm. Yeah. So Mike Tanay is up for the gambling. And Bobby's up for the prostitutes. Yeah. <laughs> Good lads. Good lads. What a weekend. Yeah, what, a, what a lovely weekend off. Uh, Arn is fighting Lex at Halloween Havoc, and this is because Lex failed them at war games by yeah. not predicting the fact that there'd be a fake sting mm. or something. I don't know. It's all a bit clumsy now. Um, one year ago, Arn Anderson lost the TV title in record time to Renegade. He did. So let's see if we can right some wrongs here. We get an Aloha Arn. Thank you, OSW Review. Uh, in the wild, no less, before Arn slows it down and puts a headlock onto Renegade. Very slow wear down of Renegade by Arn until Renegade counters a Vader bomb attempt. Flurry of offense by Renegade. We can get some Muta springboard attacks. They're yeah, lovely. Yeah, quite nice. Spinning back elbow. But Arn counters the second, and holy shit, right? I had no idea 
how fucking over like Rover Arns DDT truly was. Yeah. Because he blocks it, the crowd go wild, DDT chants start. Yeah. Immediately. And Arn goes, give the people what they want. Like snap. Biggest pop of the night was for that fucking DDT. He's so explosive, man. He's so good. Big pop, three count. Thank you very much, Renegade. Now, um, Renegade, right? We've had a bit of a, a, a shit start with Renegade because he's been brought in as the Ultimate Warrior, even though he's not the Ultimate Warrior. Fans immediately reject him because he's not the Ultimate Warrior, even mm-hmm. though he's been promised to be the Ultimate Warrior. And he looks just like the Ultimate Warrior and he's dressed like him, does the same moves and everything. But he's got a big R painting on his face. <laughs> WCW was way over in the UK. And I think you could have used that to your advantage to make Renegade a bigger star by partnering up with another company. Now, we know that they like Slim Jim. We know that, you know, it, it, that's been brought in Randy Savage. We've got NASCAR partnerships. We've got all sorts of shit going on on the American side. Didn't ever feel like there were any partnerships on, on the UK side of things. And I think Renegade could have been that star, could have eclipsed Ultimate Warrior if you partnered him up with Rennies. <laughs> if you made him Renegade. And if you if you had him in the advert, instead of like when you eat Rennies and they turn it, it's like the Gaviscon advert where you get the little men, right? So you chew on a Rennies and then like loads of little renegades pop up inside your stomach and start beating the shit out of all the acids. So if you're not familiar, a Rennie uh, is something you eat for gastro discomfort. Yeah, it's like, oh God, I've eaten too much. Indigestion, yeah. diarrhea. Indigestion. Uh, indigestion. <laughs> You know, if you if you stomach acid, have a yeah. Rennie. Indigestion, have a Rennie. Yeah. Uh, you know, lit, light constipation, have a Rennie. It's like a chewable pink goop, whatever the pink goop is, American. Well, there's have. chewy ones and there's chalky ones. Yeah. So there's chewy ones which are far more palatable, and then the ch- it's like eating chalk. All I know is I had a I had a mate who got really bad heartburn whenever he drank, but so heartburn he would he would well. he would go through Rennies like they were fruit pastels, um, and <laughs> like after like two three months of uni. He was just like, yeah, this don't work anymore. And he's, he's not he's just, sort of, he's not just, just like, shitting no, himself. He's just like nullified the effects of it for him forever. So like, Rennies just don't work with him. Like he can't use any of that shit Because his body's learned how to combat them. Well, it's, it's, gone, nah, yeah, fuck it's, them. it's just sort of like it, impossible to make it work. But I think Renegade could have been the Renegade. The Renegade. We could have put him in like pink gear and it would have made an absolute bank. <laughs> I want to see shots of him running down somebody's throat like little renegades. <laughs> like just, what and you've got like little acid monsters and he's just like, and then they're all like trying to attack somebody's heart and it's all like getting too hot and the heart's got a face and it's like, oh, it's so warm in here. I'm burning up. And then Rennie comes in and he's just sort of like huge hose and he's just like blowing away all of the, uh, all of the acid monsters. <laughs> Look up the Gaviscon advert from the UK yeah. to get an idea of where Sam's head is. Gaviscon's got like little firemen that run down your throat. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not joking. No, it's true. <laughs> they're little like, was it? It's in the Gaviscon advert, they're like white or pink. They're white. And little it's this white, white uh, fluid flowing yeah, down so your it's throat. A white fluid flowing down your throat that turns into little men carrying a big hose. <laughs> and then it sprays all over the it's inside fuck, of your stomach. It's fucking sperm, isn't it? I've just realized <laughs> Gaviscon is sperm. <laughs> fucking hell. Uh, but. But, but I think meme. I think the Renegade could have been a big deal. Renegade, okay, so Renegade could feud with Jim Duggaroni Pizza. Yeah, spicy pizza and that's Macho cool. Man. You know, Slim, spiced yeah. and, and salted meat. Spice, salted meat. That's that's gonna be shit for the heart. That you know, is, Hulk so. Hogan had Pasta Mania. Bring that back. Oh, they can have a match in Pasta Mania. Yeah, and Renegade's just like getting overwhelmed by the carbs, and then like he turns into loads of little Renegades, <laughs> and then they all win. <laughs> I mean, I'm all in. 
Sam Driver, you've done it again. Here's somebody a bag give, of money. Somebody give me a marketing agency I'm, right now. Do you know what? I'm only sad <laughs> that we recorded the Christmas special last week because I would have quite happily added Renegade <laughs> into the cavalcade of complete dross that we recorded last week for your delectation on Christmas Day. Yeah, get ready for that. That's fucking Jesus Christ. Should have had Renegade oh. in it. Well, thanks. So unlucky Renegade, but on the plus side, you have a very lucrative marketing <laughs> career in your future. Uh, less interesting, not one of these wrestlers could call, could help your stomach acid. Uh, it's Lex Luger versus Dave Taylor. And Dave Taylor beats the shit out of Jeeves. Oh, what's that? He, he now, like gives him a kick, he gives him a shove, and he, he eventually boots him so hard up the arse, Jeeves falls over. Jeeves had a little bit of a revolt, yeah. did you see? So so Jeeves was being like kicked down the ramp, and he turns to face Dave Taylor. He's got a little flag in his hand, throws the flag on the ground! And that's when he gets booted. And... Oh, he deserves it, yeah. You don't throw the flag down. <laughs> how dare you? Rock, flag, and eagle, baby. That's what Britain's all about. <laughs> I believe this is how Les Mis started, though. <laughs> With what happened to Jeeves? So Jeeves, if that flag so much as fucking touches the floor, <laughs> you don't want to fucking know, mate. The monarchy will fall. <laughs> the empire. There's a crumble. long, dark history involved with this <laughs> this corner of the world. To me, the empire is perfectly reasonable. <laughs> we were fine. It wasn't hostile. Luger walked to the back. Uh, oh, God, we missed a bit from the bloody Renegade thing, didn't oh, we? Oh, God. So after the match, Arn, uh, obviously having his own stomach indigestion. Of course. He put, turns Renegade upside down. Fuck to... you, I'll eat as many cheeseburgers as I want. <laughs> yeah. Piece of shit. Ah, oh, my heart. Oh, if only <laughs> someone had warned me. He's put, he's beating up Renegade in the trio woe, and then Lex Luger charges down to the ring and chews him off. Now, I'm not too Choose him off, not choose him <laughs> off. I'm like, not... Quick, I'm here, hold, oh, take your trousers off. I'm not too bothered about the fact that Lex comes out here to make the save. I think it makes Lex look like a good guy, good right? Good guy. So what happens next? Lex walks to the back, only to walk back out again. <laughs> and he gets a fucking pop. He gets two pops. Fair play. Lex loves, like, Lex loves is real. Will you just put him on... But just move the matches around. Two dinners. Get your Renny. You need Renegade. Four Nan, Eric. Four Nan. <laughs> He's going to need Renegade for them. Four Nan. Uh, Luger has, as well as Luger getting two entrances, whilst he's wrestling, we have an interview with Luger in the corner. It is Luger Nitro this week. Luger does a little picture in picture. He says, I've got two messages to send out tonight. I'm like, oh, fuck it. I'll steady on. Steve Regal, you've got my TV title and I want it back. But since you're so scarce, I'm going to take it out on Dave Taylor. I believe that's happening as Dave is kicking the shit out of Luger, which <laughs> makes it even funnier. Arn Anderson, you've been huffing and puffing like the big bad wolf. Blaming all your problems on me. You've got the chance at Halloween Havoc. I'm coming at you full throttle. I'm going to take you out and I'm going to hurt you. So that suggests they're going to go on a date, which is, which is going to dump him at the end. I'm going to take you out and I'm going to hurt you. Or they're going to go to like Treat Nando's. To a lovely time. They're going to go to Nando's. He's going to stand up and go, look how ugly my date is. And then walk out without paying the bill. <laughs> I'm going to take you out and I'm going to hurt you. Don't worry, because Rennie Gade's nearby, just in case. Uh, <laughs> well done, lad. Uh, where is Steve Regal? Well, I could tell you. Is he injured? No. He is doing his fantastic European tour uh, with the course, TV title. Of course. He was facing Robbie Brookside last week. This week, he's facing Tony St. Clair in Otto Wants' German promotions. The, uh, the Catch Wrestling Federation? Catch Wrestling. Yeah. 
He's won the TV title on there. So he's doing a lovely little tour of the uh, of the European continent. Nice. With the TV title. I Polishing love it. up the style, come back. I want to see a load of like just people getting mm. obliterated with weird holds. I think there's an opportunity for AEW to do that with the international title. I think there is. And I don't think they'll they, do it. No, of course <laughs> not. They've got, they've got too many other things to worry it's about. 15 more people to sign next week. <laughs> it's getting full. It's getting what full. we need is a faction. A, 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 something that changes the order of the current state of the world in AEW. <laughs> now we've, oh, got, we've, got, hey, hey. we've got Ric Flair, but we, we don't have Hulk Hogan. He wants one more match. <laughs> love it. If, Tony Khan. I would love it. Hulk I would love Hogan. it if you signed Hogan. I'd fucking love I'd just be like, you know what? You, you know you're a bin fire. That's fantastic. <laughs> Lead into it, baby. Look, I, 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 I like AEW. I just think I, it's... I, I really want to like AEW more. I. It just feels like... It feels like you sat at the side of the road and you've got a load of things passing that you need to keep track of, but they're all moving in different directions all at once. And then all of a sudden, all of the things you were supposed to be looking at disappear. And then just like a random parade happens. And it's like... So is the parade part of it? Is this new? Mm. Is this going to factor in? Like, what What the fuck? And then, like, one of the cars shows back up, and it's like, okay, um, you've not been driving past for four months. Okay, uh, what are we doing with this? What's Ring of Honor? I, how is this tying into... Uh, I, feel like, I feel like I get punished, and maybe you're the same, for not paying absolute attention to yeah. every single thing that happens on the TV shows and on the internet. Yeah, I well the thing is like for the last two years I've I've been so fucking balls deep in uh, golden age stuff like I I get maybe two hours to watch wrestling a week without it just being highlights or double speed shows right mm. so like for me it's it's like I I only catch AEW when it's like must 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 see weeks and it it just even staying on top of it it's sort of like like I'm watching highlights I still just kind of I just it it feels like kind of like it, it's just very splintered yes. and it needs to you need to literally as you say like stay on top of all of these fragments when it should just be a direct line and maybe not so many shows and maybe more condensed yes yeah it's and it's not and, it, no. and, and, and you you feel punished for and that's it not being able to keep up with it which is a shame it's like you gotta pause dynamite to go shit I can quickly read up what happened on this okay right sweet okay done okay now I can carry on with the match and then what are you doing here? Okay, let's go back and have a look. The one defense of w, one big defense of WWE is that they're really good at keeping you on track with what's happening. Yeah, it's it, far it's, more streamlined. It's like, don't get me wrong, it, it's fucking irritating having Michael Cole go, and of course, three weeks ago, this happened, and then that happened, and then this happened, and of course, this happened, and then that happened. Using all the fucking buzzwords, hitting all the fucking sponsor lines, and using everybody's fucking nicknames, and he's saying the finisher names five million times, and having cute little nicknames like Shin for Shinsuke Nakamura. Like, I, I don't like it, but I like it because it, it just fucking tells you. If you mm. need it, you can tune into what he's saying. If not, whack the Spanish back on and you can just have a good <laughs> I'm telling you, it's a secret. Watch the Spanish commentary version on a pay-per-view. Wow. It's, you, it, you just don't have to listen to it. You don't have to listen to the constant plugs because I don't understand Spanish. It's just like, oh, I can just focus on the fucking match. I can just enjoy the wrestling. Oh, this one's Cinnamon Toast Crunch, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> I love it, guys. Anyway, Lex Cinema Toast crunches Dave with a forearm and then dodges a top rope nothing from Dave Taylor. Yeah. In the rack he goes, tap out, job done. He's heading to the back, all happy, and he is attacked by Arn Anderson with a steel chair. Fuck's sake, Arn. For, for chewing him up earlier. 
Arn gets Arn's clatters in with the steel I'll chair. I'll show you Lex Luger <laughs> if that is your real name. <laughs> uh, we'll see you both at Slim Jim Halloween Havoc. Uh, up next, did you love Chris Benoit versus Rick Steiner from last week? Oh, it was the best. Oh, then you are in for a treat, young man, because we're getting in again. Wow, now. where do they get this stuff? <laughs> Says the kid from the magazine. <laughs> That's a spicy pizza. Um, we were meant to get Chris Benoit versus Scott Steiner because we're getting a mini feud between the Steiners and the Horsemen because yeah. of reasons. Scott Steiner turned up this week in a leather jacket, so fuck off. He's you got, got Rick he, instead. He's got leather jacket fever, so yeah. he's poorly. He can't wrestle. <laughs> it's such a tight leather jacket, he can't get it off. Leather jacket and a leather kangle. <laughs> that means this, is, this is a slow build toward what we all fucking want. Yeah, we're, near, we, we're, we're not is, quite at the big bad. I couldn't Daddy. give a shit. I know we got Goldberg coming in the next year. I know we've got all that but I just give me Scott Steiner give me the real Scott Steiner I want the old Scott Uh, Steiner I want big popper pump and I want it so badly because it just it is it's just bewilderingly fucking insane he's mad it's the best it's the absolute peak and it takes so long for them to put the world title on him but we'll get there and he gets a fucking tiger man of course he does and he gets to just Boss Buff Bagwell around whenever he wants. Come out and go, hey, Come out and this for 10 minutes shit. and call Ric Flair a prick and then say he stole all of his shit from Buddy Rogers and then spit on the ground and then give me a fucking mic and then dance with some women and then he walks to the back. <laughs> and it's like... <laughs> Mentalist Scott Steiner. It's like, you know, as much as we're saying about AEW being kind of hard to follow, it's not there yet. <laughs> no. When, when we get to this point, if we get to Scott Steiner, like how exciting to the get rise there. of Scott Steiner point for AEW, that's when we've got to start kind of going, Tony, turn the boat around. <laughs> if Powerhouse Hobbs can blow a gasket and just become that Scott Steiner and just go, I want a tiger. You got it, Hobbs. <laughs> want the world title? Yep, sure. What the this fuck place do we do? Shit, <laughs> bye. What the fuck do we do? He wants a tiger. You get him a tiger. Get him a tiger. Would you? <laughs> and then there's, there's Tony Gorilla going, Hobbs, Hobbs, Hobbs. <laughs> Love you really, Tony. Love you really. Um, so yeah, so Scott's injured, so we're getting Rick and Chris once again. Mm. Mongo and Deborah are flanking Benoit for this one, and Rick uh, is doing a number on Chris at the very beginning. Benoit comes into control after the break, and as we come back from the break, a limo arrives. Is it Jeff Jarrett again? No, this uh... one, handily, you can tell it isn't, because the license plate that definitely isn't made of tape says NWO on it. Oh, that means that uh, the National Water uh, Organization are here. Uh, it's not. It's Hollywood Hogan and the Giant. Hogan's got some business to deal with. Uh, as that happens, Benoit chops Rick Steiner so hard that his headgear comes off. Fuck it out, mate. It's pretend. Calm the fuck down. He it's gets still real to me. Damn. He gets a dive at head, but only a two off it. He goes with something else off top. He gets overhead belly to belly for his trouble, does old Benoit. Uh, Rick follows up with a top rope bulldog, only gets a two, and we get a wham double down from a clothesline. Mongo goes to pass Chris Benoit his briefcase to use it as a weapon. Scott Steiner's like, oi, prick. While Nick Patrick is being distracted by woman. Woman. Mongo goes to hit Scott Steiner. I'm going to hit you, Scott Steiner. Here I go. I was in the NFL. I was in the NFL. Why not, Deborah? Yeah, he was in the NFL. That was it. Deborah, not woman on the outside. They both said it. It's fine. <laughs> I know what you meant. Uh, I'm in the ANFL. He holds up his case like he's about to throw a ball in the ANFL. And he holds it there for a while. Here I come. I'm, I'm going to hit you. I'm going to hit you. 
Rick, oh. can you grab this fucking case? <laughs> oh, it is Rick Steiner. He's grabbed the... Oh, the, he grabbed the Halliburton from Bongo. Who saw that coming? And then Steiner nails Benoit with it. And Nick Patrick and Deborah, not woman. Uh, Nick Patrick and Deborah are kind of still going, still getting distracted. And then just as Deborah drops down, because it's all gone wrong... Rick Steiner throws the Halliburton directly in front of Nick Patrick to the point where Nick Patrick goes, what the fuck was that? <laughs> and then looks and still counts the pin. <laughs> it's like it was supposed to maybe go out a different side or Nick wasn't supposed to be turning around and it was sort of very like, oh, shit. Uh, <laughs> Thank goodness that WWE have this continuity that some people are secretly working for the NWO yeah, because right. it means all these little bloopers can just be, oh, that's part of the, part of the story. It's, yeah, it's that's just NWO business. It is, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, this match was better than their one last week. Yeah. Far more fire in it last, than the one last week for whatever and had, reason. And we had Scott with a leather jacket on, no T-shirt underneath. It was a strong fucking look. But it's, it's a no-brainer. Just don't even do the match. Just put him in the ring. Give him mm. a mic. Give him a fucking mic. Let him go off. That's what you need, Give him it? a goatee, bleach his hair, get him some freaks, get him some weights, bring him Triple H. <laughs> They'll have some bangers, I'm sure. <laughs> now, last couple of weeks, yeah. they have, uh, WCW have uh, very much pulled the rug over our eyes, <laughs> pulled the wall over our legs. But nobody and, uh, more so than the live audience. No more than the live audience because they've been promised Ric Flair, they've been promised Randy Savage and got neither, but they are fixing it tonight yep. with our main for the US title, Ric Flair puts it up against Randy Savage. Sam, I completely forgot that Ric Flair was the United States champion. Yeah. <laughs> that completely slipped my mind. There's a lot going on right now There's in the lot. world of WCW. But don't worry, they're fixing it. Because that's our main event tonight. It's Flair and Savage for the US title. Backstage, the Nasty Boys are given some NWO paperwork and are being asked to watch Hogan's back. Mm. Uh, we then cut to another part of the arena as Ric Flair's music is playing. Yep. No Flair. But Ric Flair is Where on is he? He's on the ground. Okay, he's getting up though. Is he doing some stretches? No. Well, he's being stretched right. by the NWO. Oh, no, because Virgil's even there mouthing off of the camera. Vincent has the United States title of Ric Flair's as Flair gets the fuck kicked out of him. Um, here comes the giant who takes giant, then has the US title, and then Liz comes over to try and you know cool things down because I'm sure that's going to work fine. Giant stalks Liz through yeah. the backstage area. Flair's is done. doing a good job to walk backwards. By yeah, the way. very. Like, I'd have fallen on the my entire ass. way. I'd have gone a fucking ass over tip all the way into the arena. And then that's where Savage, who is in the ring already, jumps in front of her with a chair. Yeah. And looks like he's going to pummel the giant with a chair. But then there's fucking Hulk Hogan! He should have just pummeled the giant. He shouldn't have waited. He should have just gone, whoa Right round the temple. Would Not front been. on with the chair. Side on. Get real tight, small bit of, like, space. Think of all that for... You would have dropped him immediately. Oh, it would have been great, wouldn't yeah. it? Yeah. Uh, they beat up on... Sa Hogan beats up on Savage for a bit before instructing the Giant to pick up Savage and take him to the ring. Yeah. And holy fuckers, Giant is taking Savage into the ring. Hogan just wraps his arm around Liz and he starts saying shit like, I own you. Oh. You're my property. And shit like that. Really grim. Yeah. Almost as grim as what happens to Savage as the Giant is taking him into the ring. <gasps> Fuck me. So Giant's got Savage his... over his shoulder. He's carrying him like, carried like a babe, beyond <laughs> the barricade, up the ramp, and up the stairs. He's carrying Savage like he's Bam Bam Bigelow saving kids from a burning house. Basically, yeah. 
Like Jim Duggarodi <laughs> carrying a new order of cheese yeah. pizzas that Renegade is no doubt going to want a piece of sorting out. That's why he's got his big pizza paddle in the other hand, so he's only carrying them with one hand. So when Renegade pops up, he can just fucking can whack him away. with it. Uh, as he's walking up the steps, he loses his balance a little bit. Just fucking drop Savage from a great height. So I watched it back about 11 times, not because it was funny, but... Uh, it, was, <laughs> it was funny. But essentially, Giant is carrying Savage, and that's a lot of weight. Like, mm. right? Like, it's, that's a lot of fucking weight. Uh, and he's going step by step. So one foot on the right hand of the steps on the first step. Second step, foot goes on the left side of the steps. Gets up to the third step. Foot goes on the right hand of the steps rather than middle bit too far, bit too high up, and the point of uh, balance shifts, and the stairs just go boop underneath them. And then there's like a split second where Giant is still holding Savage in midair, like, ah, oh, shit. Uh, and then Savage falls like flat on his fucking head uh, into the fucking stairs as well. Uh, Giant goes right down over on his fucking hip. They then have to still get him in the ring as the crowd are all just like, way. Fucking so he picks Savage up, having already landed on his face, uh, and then throws him over the top rope. Except Savage's face nails the top <laughs> rope. <laughs> And, and he just sort of just go flops through the middle rope. <laughs> it's, it's fucking oh, it's embarrassing. Oh, it's an accident, though, man. That, like yeah. Oh it. god, yeah. yeah. They're, 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 it's a simple accident, and I'm glad everybody came out of it okay. But yeah. it was a, a hilarious mess. Uh, so now he's in the ring, is Savage, and Giant goes to give him a choke slam. To which Hogan goes, "No, don't!" And then Hogan just fucking pops Savage, and then it's Giant holding Liz by the face. Like with her, his with hands, sausage fingers just crossing her whole head. Like making her watch yeah. as Hogan beats the shit out of Savage. You look at your ex-husband and you think you're my property now, Liz. Yeah, and Hogan, ha yeah, Hogan's just being a real <laughs> grim boy here. He beats up Savage. This he is for taking my spot. <laughs> <laughs> this is for just existing in a similar time frame to me. Fuck you. Leg drops are plenty. Liz, you're my property. Yeah. Debris is being thrown into the ring. The crowd aren't happy of this at all. Yeah. And then, differently to normal, instead of spraying NWO on his back or a yellow streak, they draw an outline in spray. Like they would with chalk him. around a dead body. Like a dead body. Cop shows and that. Mm. And then they, he writes, and then Hogan writes NWO rules on the canvas. But he's he's not done. He's got, to, he's got to sign his piece of artwork. He signs him off, doesn't he? He signs HH on his back. Gives him a little HH, yeah. nearly a triple Only H. love. <laughs> all that way you know it's his tweet. And then down come the rest of the NWO. They all come down to celebrate. Hogan is still declaring Liz his and says he owns her mind, body, and soul. Based on what optics, though? I'm assuming she signed the contract. Uh, but either way, my favorite bit of this is as the trash is starting to rain down even heavier, it's not just any trash. Oh, my God. That's that's corporate sponsor-level trash. <laughs> are, those, are those Slim Jims? <laughs> Oh, they yes. are. Look at those tiny bite-sized Slim Jims just getting thrown into the ring. And look at Hogan just slapping him with them and saying, snap into a Slim Jim over and over again. The crowd got Slim Jims to know. Part of the deal. Part of me likes to think it was just Nash and that just going, <laughs> I think there's some people that knew that you're going to hand the crowd Slim Jims yeah. and they're going to lob them in the ring. Yeah. And that's a nice bit of advertising. Oh, yeah. Getting hit by a Slim Jim isn't going to do you too much damage. Unless it hits you in the eye. Oh, the sharp corner of the foil just wow. Slim Jim in the eye. That's why Hogan's in the glasses. To keep protect his eyes from <laughs> rogue Slim Jims. It's not even the end of the night, though, because Hogan, uh, with everybody in the ring, is telling Savage to snap into a Slim Jim macho puke. 
And then Hogan goes, I think we should destroy the commentaries table as well. To which, from the fucking backstage area, here comes six vroom vroom in a fucking Hollywood Hogan monster truck. So it's the same as the one he battled against the giant with, except now it's not yellow and red. Now it's black and white with lightning on it, but it's still got big muscly arms. Still big muscly arms. So he's out there. So destroy the commentary table. All the commentators fucking yeah. leg it. Six drives towards it and they pan out as if they're waiting for the monster truck to take the stage. But instead, Six just sits there revving the engine. Rem, 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 hem, 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 hem. And, and then we awkwardly fade down. As the show closes. So, I should have just drove into it. Should That would have been... There's a couple of camera people. They would have got injury time fine. off. You know? It's all worth it. Um, time Warner will pay to sit at home anyway soon enough. Now, a few <laughs> things on this. Uh, Ric Flair is off to have sol- shoulder surgery, yeah. according to the Observer. So this was writing him off TV. Right. Basically getting a big old attack. It looks like he's off telly. Uh, also at this point, Randy Savage hasn't signed a new contract with WCW. Mm. So there's a, there is a slim, brother, chance that he won't stick around after Halloween Havoc. And go where? Vince doesn't want to use him as a wrestler. Well, the, the optics have changed because obviously we're in a war now. Right. And, and, and I don't know whether... I know that... That the idea of Savage going back has been floated. It's tantalizing mm. to see what you know an attitude era macho man could look like. Oh, that'd have been great, wouldn't yeah. it? Yeah, having him in the mix. But again, like Vince is so weird about age. Mm. But I think he, I think Savage has always had to go away and prove. Actually, I've still got loads of years. I can on the still clock. hit an elbow drop. Yeah, I can still wear a cowboy hat. Fuck you, Vince. So that's been floated. But yet, the return of the Hulk Hogan monster truck and Sam Driver is on the money. This uh, is the custom Ford monster truck run by Bigfoot 4x4, the one that Hogan used at the top of Kobo Hall in that sumo monster truck fight. Uh, It's been repainted to share his new NWO colors. If you ever wanted the experience of driving the Hulk Hogan monster truck, Mm-hmm. NWO style, whilst you can't do it in real person unless you're very much in with either Medusa or the monster truck world, <laughs> it is a playable vehicle in Monster Truck Madness 2 on the N64 and the PlayStation. Nice! Uh, I have to check that out. It has hilarious stats as well in the game. So its owner is listed as the New World Order. The engine is a 560CI Python. Okay. Brother, brother. Transmission is Hulkamatic 5 speed. How much- how many horse brothers does it have? It doesn't have horse brothers, sadly. It only has Hulkamatic five speed. <laughs> uh, the tires are Fearstone pile drivers. <laughs> the shocks are Armstrong Superflex. Okay. And the axles are B A DAS, which spells anus. Uh, <laughs> it spells bead ass. Yes. B A, which, set, which spells Susan album party. <laughs> But you can play as a monster truck, and there's some playable bits online if you ever get bored and you want to see like the NWO monster truck in Monster Truck Madness 2. Nice. It's there for you. So that's Nitro for this yeah. week. Wowzers. That was a slightly better episode than last week. But... It was. I think it was greatly improved by the inclusion of a little bit of wiener. <laughs> a little bit of wiener. Just a little bit of wiener. Goes a long, long way. Mike Wiener. <laughs> it would have been... They just should have called him wiener. It would have been fine. <laughs> <laughs> I think they should have done. Yeah. They stand to lose some big WCW names coming up because Flair's off for surgery. Yeah. Savage might be gone. Why didn't they just drag Flair behind the truck? If he's already going to get surgery. Run him over. If he's already going to get surgery, you may as well send him, you know, just do something exciting with him rather than pretend to beat him up. Just drag him down. 
I just, I just go back and have the truck over him. Drive him around, like drag him around on a sledge. You know, not dragging him around by on his skin. Drag him around on a hidden sledge on the back of Cobo Hall or something. Or you stay, <laughs> you, or you chain him to the front of the monster truck, like lots of hugging at yeah. the end of Toy Story Three. Yeah, and then you don't see Flair until he's better. <laughs> and it's a truck just driving back in. Yeah, and he's like, I'm better now in the exact same clothes, just covered in flies. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. spitting flies out of his mouth. That would have been the fate. That would have been a fate worse than death. Um, we're nearly at Halloween Havoc. We may. I don't know whether. I think we're gonna we're gonna wrap up next week mm. for the year. Yes, and we will do Halloween Havoc in January. Lovely. But then we will have one more for the year, uh, part two of the Golden Age, the WWF Golden Age. Sunday six six. Sorry, Sunday seven p.m. GMT. YouTube.com forward slash Cultaholic. Uh, the premiere will be getting scheduled. Hopefully tonight or tomorrow, so you'll be you'll be able to jump in the room, ready. And if tell you, all your fucking friends. Yes. So here's the thing, right? If you love what we do, and you and you've loved the first part of WWE's Golden Age, and you want us to do more stuff like that, yes, we can do it if you support it, right? So share it, tell people about it, comments, and all if, that good stuff. If, it helps. if you have the means to, and you would like to, please join our Patreon, Patreon.com forward slash Cultaholic, because that way it shows that the, there is a love for it, and we'll make more. They're very expensive to produce, and so it, it's one of those things where the the more support we have for it, the more people are watching it the more we're able to actually make them, which means we can make more of them generally. So it means there could be more documentaries interspersed throughout the year if there's more people you know, watching, engaging, and, and helping us uh, promote as much as possible. So thank you all. Thank you very much. Until we're next back together, he's at the Sam Driver. I'm at Tom Campbell. Together, we're at Cold Mike Weeder. Many days. Fucking love Renegade. I'm gonna 3D print an Ultimate Warrior figure, and I'm just gonna 3D print him as translucent pink, and I'm gonna stick a big R on his chest, or I might melt him a little bit so he looks like he's liquid. <laughs> Yo, this is the Gavascon advert. <laughs> Not anymore. It's the Renegade advert. Fuck Gavascon. Who's Gavin anyway? Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most, but if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com 
for all the wrestling headlines in just 10 minutes. Search Cultaholic Wrestling News on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts from. 